success really is just just being successful and finding a hundred ways that something doesn't work until you find a way that does work, right? So I've had great success at failure. I've been a successful failure, right? I've, I've failed so many times that I've learned to love that process of failure. Welcome to Desire to Inspire Podcast. I'm Jerome, I'm a youth mentor, entrepreneur. I'm here to bring in my life, bring in my world, drop a lot of jewels and a lot of gems. If you take 20% of what I say and apply it, you definitely make some change in your life. Happy New Year and back for 2023 for a brand new podcast, season four. Wow, like me looking back now, I'm like glad I started the pod. Um, get a lot of good feedback. I really want to put effort in it this year. Um, yeah, man, like don't know what else to say. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm proud of myself, you know, that I held on to something and I believed in it and, you know, I saw the value in it as well because when you do things, you know, you're going to give it light. And, um, you know, that's why I look at it as, you know. So anyway, like, for me, like, I'm just, you know, my last episode, I really ran down where I want to be, what I want to do. It's going to be an iconic year for sure, um, you know, and I'm always, like, in the future. I'm always thinking ahead, you know. So where I'm going to be in five years, ten years, really thinking about it and where do I want to be in my old age, you know? I look at young people as the future and I see old people as the future, like meaning that I see young people, what they're going to be in the future and then I see old people as where I want to be or where I could be in the future. So I had a conversation with my friend today actually and um, he was looking after a neighbour who was very old and asked an obvious question, like, who does she live with? Where's the family? You know, all of this stuff. And I'm thinking, like, how is no one looking after this lady? And, you know, it's, it's, it's sad because at the end of the day, we're all going to go, right? And nobody wants to go alone. And nobody wants to get take care take care of by strangers. And sometimes that happens, right? You get carers, you get people like nice neighbours, like my friend, even myself, you know, where I live. You know, I look after old, not say I looked after the old man, but, you know, I check on him. You know, and um, it's 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 sad, but that's life. That's the reality. You know, the reality is nothing lasts forever. Marriage, relationships, you know, you don't pan to, pan to live alone um, or by yourself. Things just happen. Um, but the main thing is just enjoying it. I feel like, you know, the need for companionship and love is something that we all used as a pinnacle in life like we need to have you know but I think the the biggest joy you can ever have is the relationship with yourself and loving your own company to a point where you don't feel that you need people to fill a void and all this other stuff so yeah man like for me I, I really categorize this podcast as positive motivation inspiration and entrepreneurship but you know there's a lot of mindset stuff in here because we're all human we all got minds, we all want love, we all want care. And even if you go to the hierarchy needs, you know, we all want to achieve. We all want to achieve, we all want love, we all want care, you know. So for me, if you're self-aware, and I think entrepreneurships need to be self-aware, if you're self-aware, then you can care, <laughs> you know. And you can, you know, really make people and understand people, um understand you you know and that's how it works so 
the lack of communication is, is, is a killer in this um, generation. And the phone has just become the biggest addiction um, than everything. So, you know, the biggest thing you can really work on this year, I would say, for everybody, is discipline. And I'm going to read a quote from a friend, uh, Shiro Khan, Hotel Shiro, Ninja T. They jumped to my episode, uh, Take the Risk or Lose the Chance. Um, they're part of Shuriken Sound's team. And they jumped on, they talked about their journey and what they do. It was amazing. So still in connection with these guys. And that's the beauty of doing podcasts. You connect with like-minded people. And as everyone knows, you're the average of the five people you talk to the most. So every conversation you're having is an opportunity you're creating. So you need to go out there and have the right conversations with the right people. So this is his post. So I'm, I'm just reading it off. Reflecting upon 2022, the most important words were discipline, success, and self-development is impossible without this. So what you're saying is that you need discipline uh, to achieve success and self-development. Number two was alignment. So no machine, business, or relationship can progress without common interest and mutual respect. And this is important because even in the in the pod, that episode, Ninja was saying, you know, I asked him, what do you look for? Because I feel like everyone knows it takes the team, everyone knows it takes people, but... The reality is not every, like I said, things don't last forever. People might have other interests. You might have a falling out. You might have a difference of opinion. There's so many things that might just change the cog in the wheel. Um, and it's very important to have alignment. Do you think the same? Are you the same? Business is like marriage. You shouldn't go into business with anybody just for a transactional trade. Okay, I can do this. You can do this. We should partner up. Get time to know each other. It's like dating. You know, you're not going to go even though people do it, sleep on the first night, but you're not going to go and marry people you meet on the first night. You've got to know the ins and outs. You've got to know the egotistical. You've got to know if they get jealous. You've got to know if they've got um, control freak tendencies. Like These are things that are important, but only can be measured over time. So, you know, take time. That's the biggest thing I feel like this generation, we don't take time to get to know each other. And I was saying same friend today, like we, I was the last generation of this whole phone thing, right? So, for instance, my parents lived long without a phone. You know, I lived majority of my life to a teenager, and then I had a phone, but then smartphones didn't come to us in my 20s. So what I'm saying is that we didn't really rely on phones to meet women back in the day, right? We was talking to them on the street. We went to a club, um, and that's how we met people, you know? Naturally, face-to-face conversation. We wasn't really sitting there messaging back and forth on apps and, you know, sitting there texting and calling and long phone calls. That... We weren't doing that. That's not even how you get to know people, to be fair. So the best way to or the best way to communicate is face-to-face communication. And, um, you know, I would just say to anybody this year, man, don't be a slave to your phone this year. It's, it's an easy addiction because it gives you dopamine high, you know, and it makes you feel good, especially social media is so... I'm going to put a link in the description, actually, about this documentary that I re-watched the other day. And it really is an American one, but it's, it's universal. And it basically was looking at the impact of social media in society and mainly how it affects the kids. So, yeah, it was really interesting because they were born into this, right? So, for instance, like I said, like me, I didn't have a Facebook till like 2007, right? I was about 19, 20. Facebook became popping. I was about 21. I didn't get a smartphone until I was about 23. So I was a man and I grew without these things really being dominant, I would say. Now kids are going around, walking around with like like us. They're sitting there with their head down on their phone, you know, zoned out on the computer for hours and hours and hours. 
There's no limit to nothing anymore. If you really wanted to, you can scroll on Instagram. There's no limit. They'd never say, oh, stop scrolling. There's a cap going, be productive now. You can just scroll forever. So the main thing is knowing how to kind of wean yourself off social media because it definitely can be a distraction. And that all goes back into what um, Shara Sean said in, in terms of um, being disciplined. So yeah, man, like who you have around you is key. Honesty is is real key. Brutal honesty, I said it before in the last pod, something that, you know, your delivery has to be the best in, in your thought process. You don't think about the delivery, but your intentions are always good and that needs to kind of be displayed in an accurate delivery. So, yeah, man, like, for me, I'm like here and I'm like, okay, this year is going to be a good year because I planned out a lot of stuff. I want to do a lot of stuff. And the main real focus is is business for me. And where people are starting today is online. That's the that's a fact. I can mention five things. You can start a company today from the top of my head exclusively online. I don't know what if the world was even like before this. So, for instance, you could buy an email address. That's not a lot from GoDaddy, right? Then you can get that domain and then have that as your website and your email name. Done. That's online. You can register your account online with Companies House, right? You can have social media for free with that email address. Um, and if you wanted to, you could um, go online and create all of these things via um, just having an internet connection. Simple as that. So I got a book. It's ages ago because I know that for me, I want to set up m- like multiple businesses, right? So I'm not going to like, it's good. Obviously, I think youth work wise, I want to have my own center. That's like that ambition on that side. So in terms of having commercial property and buildings, because back in the day, it was about getting a shop and paying rent and trying to get custom. That was the way, right? People had an idea for whatever they wanted, maybe, you know, a food shop or whatever. And people would come in and buy, you know, relying on footfall, people buy and you um and you sell. So... Now, from the comfort of your home, you could be making money. I, I agree everyone should really move to the passive income because I even got a neighbor, right? And she inspired me who set up an um, online store and she was making passive income. She said the word. She said to me, Jerome, I've just made five sales while I've been on the phone to you. This is the way we need to work, right? Because the internet is worldwide and it's 24-7. It's something that can actually work for you and give you that residual passive income so i'm gonna read through the contents page of this book and i'm gonna name the book and the title so it's called online business startup by robin Waite, the entrepreneur's guide to launching fast lean and profitable online venture so you know like i said before i think the hardest thing is because business is online the phone addiction becomes difficult to disconnect because that's how you make money um, you know, because we have to continuously post, look at our emails, you know, check our website, you know, um, there's so many things. But anyway, this book um, is a good start. Anyone that wants to start with a company, um, again, getting a logo, all these things can all be done. Accountant, you can just search for things now, right? You don't have to even look for people. You can just go and search and see people's profile. You don't have to even know somebody. But I genuinely believe the right people should be in your circle anyway. If you haven't got the connection and the circle, then the option will always be online. 
Um, so anyway, yeah. So number one is uh, strategy. And within that, again, like I just said, logo, registering a company, accountant, stuff like that, business planning, um, the website, um, all this stuff. Um, so that's basically the, the bulk of it. Number two, your website. So again, figuring out your design, figuring out your hosting. Um, and again, I talked about the domain name you can get on GoDaddy. Um, what can I recommend? There's this one website called Bluehost to do hosting. So they can host your site. Um, and that goes into like the speed and the uploads and um, stuff like that. And yeah, that's it really. And design is probably the most important, the most expensive, high website looks. Uh, me personally, I don't like many words. Too much words is uh, sometimes too much. So anyway, how you design the site is up to you anyway that's just a site and you don't need a site right i genuinely believe and this is from my experience if your website is just a rates and services page you can just have social media for that if you're spending money i just said a domain a year a month whatever it is for your email address you've got to pay for website design all of this stuff that's an investment so i genuinely believe the best way this is going to drop another book is to sell things online and the best way to sell things online is a lovely word called e-commerce. So, yeah, if you have something that you're buying and selling online and you can match that up and that can pay for um, your monthly or yearly costs, that's amazing. So find a product, buy and sell it online. This is why eBay and Amazon make a lot of money. So the next book I'm going to drop is called e-commerce, Get It Right. Essential step-by-step guide to selling and marketing products online. And that's the key word, selling and marketing. It's not just about having the, the um, product online and hoping it will sell. You have to put it in people's face. You have to make people make purchases. That's how it works. So I'm not going to go too much into the contents of the book. But, you know, you got to find something that works for you. What do you want to sell online? And because I worked in schools for three years, I had a massive idea when I was working in, um, mainly in a primary school. All schools need resources. All schools need materials. And there was... um. Um, a company that uh, that the schools that different schools use. So I found a way of like saying, okay, cool. When I leave, what kind of stuff do I want to go back into? I don't have to go back into, you know. I think we're always going to learn, and I know that you know people would rather type than write and all this other stuff. But materials are still useful for all sorts of things. So um, that's definitely something that I just had at the top of my head. I wrote it down, put it in the actual book. What kind of e-commerce store do you want to do? Music, I come from that. That's easy, buying and selling equipment. Set up a store for that. Um, But you always got to think about the other end. Don't think about buying it. How's it going to get there? Pay for the courier. Are you sending it manually by a post office? All depends on how it works. But the the beauty, really, of e-commerce is digital products. So I just mentioned music. Selling beats online changed the game when e-commerce was backed by someone with a business mind. And that made, literally, I'll be honest with you, that made people... More money than they would get signed. That get people noticed. That to get signed, and it gave people more leverage because they had numbers. And numbers don't lie. Numbers show you what people are worth. And, and we're in the day and age of numbers. So anyway, you sell music, and you can even sell actual digital products. So like I said, I talked about my neighbour. Um, I'm actually going to drop her thing. Small ripples. Um, go and check her out. Um, she does like online calendars and stuff. So again, like she was selling something that she made once, and got paid over and over again. Amazing. So that's that's something that we want to work towards because a business will work for you while you work or while you sleep. Up to you what you want to do. So these are the two books that I recommend. Online business, 
and e-commerce. Amazing, two amazing things. Um, but anyway, like I say, like in terms of the sales and marketing aspect, for anything to work, you need to sell, right? There's a million dollar, billion dollar companies that invest a lot of money in copywriting, a lot of money in just marketing generally. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just about, you know, I think online is, is difficult because there's so much going on. For you to have effective marketing and really get people to listen, you have to do some out-the-box stuff and do things that's going to work. You know, when I watch YouTube or listen to Spotify and I get these adverts and I get that's how it works, it doesn't really fulfill its purpose because you're interrupting somebody's time. They didn't come on for that. So they're not even going to listen to it. Most adverts right, get skipped in the first few seconds if there's an option. So... You know, for me, you know, years ago, when you used to watch TV, you actually had time to take in an advert, you know? So you would actually watch adverts because you're watching TV. So the concept maybe needs to change how people um, put ads on things. So, yeah, man, like this um, episode is really about business and really about creating your own system um, and knowing how to create a system that works for you right and rather you're working hard for money you make money work for you and the best way you can do it is start your own business we're in a day and age of um for me i know because I, I started coding last year coding ai um yeah like tech we're in that world we're definitely in that world man so it's only gonna get it's only gonna advance from here i genuinely believe that less humans are going to be needed no humans, not no humans. I genuinely feel less humans would be needed. Um, so anyway, this book is amazing, man. Like, like I got this back in 18 because I really wanted to understand business models because I genuinely believe there's two things. There's probably more, but this is for me why businesses fail. Um, there's internal reasons and there's external reasons. One reason is market. You need to have a market for the business you're in. I'm about to do a joint venture with somebody and he was just speaking the whole 20, 30 minutes about having a market, right? And if you have a business, you need to have somebody that want you. You have to have a problem you're solving, number one, right? And if there's no market for what you're selling, then go into another industry or try something different or maybe you can revive the industry. Who knows, right? Because before um, Uber, people still got taxis, but they revolutionized it through what? technology before Deliveroo people still order pizzas of course they did now it's a million dollar business so anyway it's always about your business model so what I will do because I like to share and I love it is I'm going to read the nine blocks there's nine blocks yeah that you need to have for um, a business model right and how business models work it's, it's an amazing book and I need to drop the title and the author. It's called Business Model Generation, written by Alexander Autowater, and it's created, designed, there's loads of pictures in it, that's why I like it more, and it's designed by Adam Smith. It's an amazing book, I'll be honest with you. Anyone that's into business, and want to work on the mechanisms of the business, there's loads of videos, again, how companies use their models, right? And their business model is what makes it work. So I'm going to name, I'm not going to uh, read under it, go and get the book or go online and watch videos. But there's left side and there's right side. There's key activities, uh, there's key partners, key resources and cost structure. 
There's uh, customer relations, customer segments, value propositions, channels, um, revenue streams. So again, it goes into how you make money, how you're making money, who you're using to make money, and you know, value proposition, obviously that goes into your USP and stuff. So generally, man, like for me personally, it's um, something that you need to understand because if again, if you, don't have a, if you have a failed business model or not a strong business model, you won't be in business for a long time. Um, find out your market, find out your USP, find out your niche. And if you need to create a micro niche and go forward. So yeah, man, like this year, is, it's, it's just about really going for what you want and understanding um, the things that work and things that don't work. So this book, got recommended to me because I actually went to an event. I can't even know when this is. This is when Kobe died. So this is like 2020. Um, and I wanted to just have a, a practice because I think I told this about, said this before, most entrepreneurs do not have to sell well, right? They can't talk about why they're different and they can't say what they do um, well. Like they can't pitch basically. They can't talk about what they do well. They confuse people. Um, and the best way to do it is to pitch and obviously know um, what you're saying. So anyway, um, this guy was, I done my pitch, right, about my business at the time, just for experience, innit? So, and I got feedback, which was amazing. And then this guy came up to me when I finished and said, oh man, what's this about? And then we spoke or whatever. And he recommended this book. And it's actually a book based on companies that were like, grew in the early 2000s that are still relevant today. And the two companies are PayPal and eBay. The book is called Zero to One, um, Notes on Startups or How to Build the Future by Peter Thiel. Please read this book, man. Now, I'll be honest with you, man. Like, these guys really, you know, created what we're doing now. Like, if you really think about the way people buy online, PayPal was new. <laughs> Like, there was no Sage, there was no Square, there was no Stripe, there was none of these companies that took your money online. They were, like, the dominant people back then. Because back then, eBay, you buy and sell online, um, the only way you can really pay was PayPal. So, like I was saying, like, eBay's been around, you know, and PayPal's been around for years, early 2000s, when the internet wasn't an everyday thing, you know. Primarily, that was the way people really, from what I know, people made money. Like I said, people can make a website and it just sits there. You're not making money off the website. Straight, like Amazon and eBay is straight driven, again, by e-commerce. Actually, people go on there, buy a product, or people go on there, sorry, upload a product and people buy it and it gets delivered to their house. Straight e-commerce, you know. More or less, everything is on Amazon. More or less, you can sell anything on eBay. I remember like, you know, I do music and so I've had like three setups. I've sold everything online and brought it all online, right? Sold it all um, in, in person and then use that same money, right? In my PayPal or online and just use that to order stuff to my house, you know? So again, everything going back to this all online thing can work because it's easy, convenient um, and it makes sense. So. The last book I'm going to drop and wrap up the podcast for 2023. If you want to really reach your dreams, you've got to be action oriented. So, you know, people want to set goals now. It's the 2nd of January today. Yesterday was the 1st of January. Oh my God, what are your New Year's goals? What do you want to achieve? What do you want to do? 
the, the stats say, the scientifically stats say, if you're working towards something and you've got a long time, you always put it off. That's why most of the uni and the college students and the school school kids, when they know they've got a far deadline, they never do it straight away. That's what, that's what I did it when I was studying. So the whole point of having New Year's resolution is to be active today, get to get the results. You don't want to have a New Year's resolution and think, oh yeah, well I can put it off, I've got to the 31st of December. No, you need to start today. For me, I started at the end of 22 anyway, because I know how much I want to do and how much work it takes. So anyway, we're not trying to achieve quick results, but what, what this book really shows you, if you want to do something, you have to work on it continuously over time for a long period of time. And this book is called The 12-Week Year, getting more done in 12 weeks than in 12 months. This book is by Brian P. Moran. So it's just about goal achieving, goal setting. If you want to learn the language, if you want to travel a country, if you've got health goals, whatever it is, it starts today. It starts like as soon as you create it. It could be something small as creating a plan and then sticking to the plan. And if you have somebody that can hold you accountable, even if you, like, I would even advise this, even if you haven't got anybody, like post what you're going to do and ask people online to hold you accountable. I remember this is years ago and I put a post up and I said, look, I'm going to be a millionaire in five years. If I'm not a millionaire in five years, anyone on this, come to me like, and see if I'm a millionaire or not. So, like, just to wrap up the pod, man, these book drops are for people who want to create businesses, people that are entrepreneurs, but the reality is either you're going to be used as a leverage to build someone else's dream or you're going to lose, le- use leverage to build your dreams. So keep going and keep dreaming. This is Jerome from Design to Inspire Podcast, and I'm out.